0: Hi, everyone, you're listening to episode 21 of That Brown Bish, and I'm your host, Nalani Selvasingham. I feel like I haven't done this in so long. This is a very late episode, and I do want to apologize for that. Work's been absolutely crazy, and it's been really hard trying to find the time to do this when all I want to do when I'm not at work is just sit on the couch and absolutely do nothing because I'm just so exhausted. Either way, I'm back and I feel like so much has happened. Maybe because I had that extra half week, but I have so much to talk about. We'll see if I can get everything in in this episode. If not, I'll continue on to the next one. I got a lot of positive feedback regarding my episode with Akash. Thank you everyone who reached out. I really do appreciate any sort of comments that you guys have. And I really did enjoy doing that episode with Akash. I think maybe it's because having a guest, I could be a little bit more free. One listener had mentioned that I seemed like I was enjoying myself more. Because yeah, like I'm having a conversation with someone and I could be laughing and not feel weird about it. Yet, if I'm doing this alone, it's kind of hard to laugh genuinely and just wholeheartedly when it's just you sitting by yourself because then you feel like you're a little crazy. I did get some messages like I should probably just let Akash do the podcast and just kind of see my way out, which I did not appreciate. I know Akash felt really good about that episode too. He rode that high for a few days. But yeah, it was just a lot of fun and I can't wait to have my next guests on. I have some people lined up, so please do tune in. 20 episodes done and at least 20 more to go. So during our discussion, Akash did mention the word adjust, how (laughs) after the wedding or after getting married, you need to adjust. He was mainly talking about me wishing his family, obviously, on their birthday, like calling them to wish them, not just sending a message. And he was just trying to let me know, like, you know, when you're married, like, you can't just be stuck in your ways, like, oh, you don't like talking on the phone, but you just can't be too rigid on that, you know, and you need to adjust and call them if that's what they're expecting or that's how they expect to be wished. And I think he forgot that the word adjust is kind of like a swear word in like brown girls vocabulary right now especially after that Indian matchmaking show I'm sure if he realized what he was saying he would have taken it back and yeah I could have edited it out but what's the fun in that and I wanted people to see that you know he's not perfect he says very imperfect things as do I clearly so Akash has been on vacation this whole last week and He really hated it because I've been super busy at work, so I haven't been at home. Usually I leave work early anyways, but I have not been able to do that. I've been going in early and then staying late. And obviously when I get home too, I'm usually too exhausted to go out anywhere or do anything else. And on Wednesday, he called me and was like, Oh, do you guys want like tea or, you know, can I get you guys coffee? And Akash does do this. He's done it before. Usually on his way home from work, like he'll grab stuff, but it's been a while you know uh it's been a while since he's done it and I was kind of surprised because I'm like oh he's on vacation like why does he want to drive out here just to get us coffee that's so nice of him he must be really bored but anyway he shows up and he got something for my boss he got something for our legal secretary and he comes and he sits down in my office and I don't even have time to actually look at him and talk to him so I'm like staring at my computer screen, typing away, you know, sending emails or, you know, doing something and talking to him while I'm doing that. And I felt terrible. I was like, you know, this guy came all this way and I'm not even able to spare a few minutes to talk to him. So he sits there for a bit and then he goes, okay, I'm going to call my sister and brother and wish them. And I was like, this rat bastard So Akash is a twin, and he has a brother and sister that are also twins. So Akash's birthday was on Monday, and then the other set of twins, their birthday is on Wednesday. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to call them to wish them. And I was like, oh, I already messaged them in the group, like, we're fine. And then he's like, no, 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 no. And that just shows you that he will stop at nothing nothing absolutely nothing to get me to wish his brothers and sisters and his family on the phone for their birthday he came all the way there just to get me to wish them because he couldn't obviously wait all day to call them and yeah he couldn't wait for me to get home from work to call them so that I would wish them along with him and he knew I'm not going to call them on his own because we had that discussion like hey why don't you call them when I'm there Oh my gosh. He literally stopped at nothing. And about the lines in the grocery stores and the aisles, sorry, where there's directions in the aisles and people not following it and Akash getting all worked up about it. I did have one person write to me saying that if there was just one item that they had to get in that aisle and they're not allowed to enter in the way that they're standing, you know, from the entrance that they're standing, what they like to do is... They walk into the aisle backwards so no one would know that they were walking in the wrong direction which is absolutely genius and I thought that was so clever so for those of you like me if it's just one item usually I would just do it if no one else was in the aisle I'll just run in to go get it because like it's not really affecting anybody else there's no one else in this aisle okay but If there are one or two people in there and you're just trying to grab one thing, I feel like it's very clever. Thanks for the tip. So the whole Marc going to Spain, like I felt like such an idiot when I found out that that was actually just a rumor or like it came from some unknown, not even a credible Twitter account or something like that. That he was going to play in Spain next year. And I had gotten so excited. And in my little farewell Marc Gasol podcast. And the thought that he might actually come back to the Raptors was... Oh, like... I don't know. I don't know if I would have been able to survive another year. Especially after talking so much shit. It's almost like... You know when you're at a job and you've already made up your mind... That you're gonna quit this job like once it's already in your head that I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna quit soon like every day that you have to go in is so torturous like you just feel like you're getting tortured I don't I don't know how else to explain it like like a little piece of you dies every time you go into that job and that's exactly how I would have felt every game I needed to watch Marcus all on the floor but thankfully, he signed with the Lakers, or he's planning to sign with the Lakers, or I think it's done already. Yeah, it's done. And he signed a two year deal. Dude, like you could barely play basketball last year. I don't even know if we can consider that playing basketball. How did you sign for two years? How did they sign you for two years? Two years. Anyway, so once Gasol signed with the Lakers and. Obviously Ibaka has signed with the Clippers just I think the day before that we had to act quickly and then we got a couple guys I don't know how this is going to work we re-signed Boucher too we'll just have to wait and see how that's really gonna play out and I can't believe Ibaka went to the Clippers like I'm not mad that he left like I'm more sad like I really like Ibaka or I grew to like him because in the beginning I feel like he was so shit So it is sad to see him go. And to the Clippers of all places, like, it's rough. It's really rough. Last weekend, I went to go get my eyebrows done. And this is before, obviously, them announcing that Toronto and Peel are going to go back into lockdown mode on Monday. And I go to Laddie's, which I think 75% of all the brown people in GTA go to Laddie's. Or at least Toronto, I guess. Toronto, Markham. And I got there and the thing with laddies is people go there because they're super cheap and their waxing I think is really well done. But their eyebrows is really is a hit and miss because there's so many ladies that work there and it's like Forrest Gump like you know it's life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get you know I don't I don't even know if that's the accent. I feel like I just like mucked that up really bad. Anyway, you really just don't know what you're going to get. And I walked in there and it was like in the morning, no other person was there other than the people that worked there. And there was like eight ladies all standing in a damn row like, oh, like, you know, pick someone. I hate being put in those kind of positions, right? And picking someone to do your eyebrows when there's all those ladies standing there like, It's like the bachelor rose ceremony, extreme rose ceremony, you know, edition or something like that. I don't even know how to describe it because, you know, you pick the wrong guy or you give the wrong guy a rose. If it doesn't work out, you can send that jackass home. But you pick someone who fucks up your eyebrows. You know how long it takes to grow out? And then you're walking around like a damn moron. I just can't. I saw a couple ladies that I actually trust. And they've done it before, and I haven't been upset afterwards. So, and my eyebrows also aren't very difficult. Like, I have thick eyebrows, and I feel like I just want you to clean it up. I don't want thin eyebrows. So, you're just kind of cleaning it up, leaving it thick, but you know, groomed. So, I go there, and I see a couple of them, but I feel weird like choosing one. And I stand there, and I'm like, oh, this is so overwhelming and the lady on the left the first lady that she's always there that first seat on the left people line up for her and I've only had her do my eyebrows maybe a couple times before and I don't remember being that impressed but for some reason people will line up there will be other ladies available and they will line up for her and wait a really long time for her and she's like oh come here and like I said, I'm a little pushovery and I could not say, no, it's okay, I'm going to go to somebody else. So I went and sat down and she did my eyebrows and it was terrible. I had grown it out, so it was just really bad. I had an ultrasound last week and I got there late because for whatever reason, I had said in my mind that this appointment was for 830 And I was doing everything according to that. And then at 7, I get a notification like, oh, you know, upcoming appointment at 8. And I was like, shit, I am nowhere close because I decided to shower that day. And then I had this whole like procedure when I'm showering. And I was only like halfway through, you know, I hadn't even showered yet. And I couldn't just walk out of my house with how my hair looked at that time. And I ended up getting to the appointment 15 minutes late, The receptionist gave me so much attitude and I was like, dude, I've been here so many times where I've waited for a really long time, way past my appointment time. And yeah, okay, I messed up. I do understand that and I'm sorry, but what do you want me to do now? What do you want me to do? She's like huffing and puffing. She's like looking at the screen, shaking her head. I'm like, what? she's like oh you already missed half your appointment and I'm like okay what do you want me to do lady and then she makes me wait another like 10 minutes while she's looking at the screen and typing stuff in and doing things and then she gives me back my health card and she says I'll see if she can see you you know I'll see if she still has time for you or I'll see if she can squeeze you in and I'm like Let me know, am I going to be able to get the ultrasound done today or not? Just let me know. Because like, I can wait another week to get poked and prodded, okay? And be invaded like that, okay? I'm fine. So don't let me sit here and then tell me two hours later, like, oh, you know what? She doesn't have time. She was so annoying about it. And while I was sitting there, while I was waiting for them to see if, They can squeeze me in still. I remembered this one time that I had gone there to get an ultrasound. And this was the first appointment I had had after the lockdown back in March. So it was a lot of like, you know, just appointments getting pushed and pushed. And then finally, they were semi-open. So I was able to go and get an ultrasound done. So I went in, and this is with my fertility specialist, by the way. So yeah, I went in and I was sitting there waiting for my ultrasound and they have all these like safety precautions which they still have now, you know, you had to wear a mask, you have to sanitize, you have to have your temperature checked, you know, they had like all of these measures in place and obviously only the person that was seeing the specialist or you know, having something done, only that person can come in to the office. Anyone else had to wait in their car or you know just not come and this tamil girl came in and she was standing at the reception desk and i was kind of sitting near it so i heard the whole conversation and obviously you know like us being tamil i feel like we always pick out the other tamil people in any room every time we walk into it like oh tamil tamil like you know you you know where the tam's are at Also, you want to see, like, do I know you? Because you figure, like, you know, I must know you somehow, right? We must be connected somehow. When I meet Tamils that I haven't met before, or, you know, I don't know any of their friends either. It's just like, where did you come from? Like, where were you hiding? Like, how do I not know you or know of you? It's weird, because I just feel like I just know everybody. So anyway, this girl walks in and she's like, my husband's here and he would really like to be there for my scan. Can he come up? And I think she's already pregnant. So I can understand her wanting her husband there with her. It's a reasonable request, right? And they told her, no, sorry. Like only the person can come in. We can't have any extra people. You know, and she's like, okay, And then she, I guess, called her husband to let him know that um, he can't come up. And then she's having a conversation with him. And then she turns to the receptionist and she says, well, he already paid for parking. So can you make an exception? What? Lady, we are in a pandemic. You're talking about parking? Parking. You're going to talk about parking, when we're in the middle of a pandemic, I couldn't believe it. Like, <laughs> you really thought because your husband paid $5 for parking, maybe even less, that they're going to be like, oh, you know what? Forget. Forget all these safety measures that we have in place to protect you and us. Forget all of that. Call them up. Tell them to come right on up. Ridiculous, it was so ridiculous, and I had to use every ounce of will to not laugh out loud when she said that. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I'm gonna be releasing an episode soon, another one soon, since this one was so late. So please do look out for it. Thank you so much for all the love, for all the support for the last almost five months, which is absolutely insane. I really do appreciate it. As always, please do message me if you have any feedback, any thoughts, any comments. Please like, share, and subscribe. Grateful, thankful, blessed. Peace.